Physics of the Human Body. These are podcasts from the University of Utah's Department of Physics and Astronomy. Hello, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah's Department of Physics and Astronomy in our Physics of the Human Body series. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Today, we're going to talk about the physics of walking which is an interesting subject, of course, because uh, walking is something that we do naturally. and uh, But there are certain problems and benefits uh, associated with it, and let's just talk about them. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a patient I had who was a 75-year-old lady who uh, came in and uh, really just wanted to stay generally healthy and had some questions about walking. She wanted to actually increase her exercise and... Um, uh, I told her that uh, she should walk a lot more. Uh, and then she asked a question that she had heard about walking fast and is walking faster better. Um, people may think that walking is not as effective as a high intens- intensity workout. And that's a common thing with young younger people because younger people are capable of doing so much more uh, than that and being able to, you know, um, everything from rock climb and weight lift. And uh, uh, seniors can't uh, do a lot of that. But uh, walking is insanely effective. Uh, there was a, a very noted study in uh, 2018. It was called the uh, 2018 Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans, actually, which recommended that adults with chronic conditions do at least 150 to 300 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic physical activity weekly if they're able Walking is an exercise that meets this aerobic component and is associated with a number of things. Uh, better high blood, uh, better control of high blood pressure. Uh, it gets you a better control of body mass index. It lowers the risk of diabetes, stroke, cardiovascular disease, <clears throat> disease and early death. Uh, the data on that is pretty profound. Walking speed duration and frequency can be adjusted depending on one's starting fitness level so that almost everyone could, uh, could participate in uh, the whole walking experience. Moderate intensity uh, activity is defined as having a pace of about two and a half to 4.2 miles per hour, uh, which is a pretty fast clip uh, for uh, in, in kilometers per hour also. A growing body of research has shown that the faster uh, people walk, the greater the health benefit. A physician's health study found that participants who walked regularly had a reduced risk of cardiovascular disease and early death from cardiovascular disease compared with those who didn't walk regularly. The greatest benefits were in those who walked three miles per hour or faster, which is designed as a design, uh, defined really as a brisk or a very brisk pace. But those who walk two or uh, close to uh, three miles per hour, what we would call a normal pace, also saw a protective benefit compared with those not walking regularly. Some studies have found that walking uh, at at a self-rated uh, fast pace was associated uh, with a reduced risk of mortality as well. That is, the more steps and the more the faster we walk, or just walking at all, has its uh, benefit uh, than compared to a slower pace. So <clears throat> walking a bit faster is better. One study following... This was a study that came out about uh, seven years ago right now uh, um, that followed 4,840 patients found that the total step taken was an important factor in reducing mortality, not necessarily health. 
That is, the more steps taken, the lower risk of death from all causes. The association of walking intensity, speed, and lower mortality uh, was not as strong when adjusted for total steps taken, meaning that a lower, uh, slower walk may also be protective against early death than uh, more steps that are actually taken. People have heard that taking 10,000 steps a day is a healthy goal. You may have read that in articles or seen it when, in, or someone may have told you that they want to get up to 10,000 steps. This number is not based on any scientific study, but was a marketing tactic created in the 1960s by a company making pedometers. Uh, average adults take about 4,800 steps daily, depending upon the culture and the country and what you're doing. But on the average, most adults take about 4,800 steps anyway. Studies really are not clear on how many steps a person should take. It varies on uh, so many different factors. The more steps taken, the better, however. 10,000 steps per day is fine unless people uh, will lose motivation to move at all. Your main goal is to complete a certain number of steps or length of time. The fitness uh, benefits are of walking are just insanely clear. But what you may not realize is that walking also offers psychological perks that we often overlook. These come from increasing our awareness of the sights and sounds that are beyond our pedometer and music playlist. An example might be looking at nature, trees, flowers, or clouds, or paying attention to people or events happening as we walk past. Some studies show this form of mindful walking can actually help with things like blood pressure and depression and stress and anxiety. Other studies have found that walking nature, such as in a forest or alongside a river, can decrease negative moods like depression, anxiety, anger, fatigue, and confusion. So if people can't run and do high-intensity exercise, they can walk. And uh, walking faster is better than not walking, uh, than walking slowly, but walking at any pace has been shown to be healthy. But what's interesting about walking and our moving <clears throat> is that we have two speeds. Humans have two speeds, walking and running. Now, you can vary those speeds. People can sprint and jog, or people can walk slow and walk fast. But there's sort of a switch there as we go from walking to running. So the answer, uh, why can't we uh, walk the same speed as we run? Now, you notice when you walk, you uh, you you know that's different than when you run. And uh, so there is the reason for this is why we walk fast and then all of a sudden we have to start running. There's just no way to describe it except you. it's like this switch because there is an upper limit to the speed humans can walk. The maximum possible walking speed is limited by the length of the leg and also by the acceleration due to gravity. The free fall of acceleration. When we lift our leg in the air and we move forward, gravity then starts to act on our uh, foot that is up in the air and drop it down to the ground. We do not bring our foot down. It comes down by gravity. We push our foot forward, our body forward with the foot that is on the ground. But in reality, gravity is what drops, drops that. Gravity and the length of the leg determine the maximum walking speed. If you uh, draw a normal force upon the foot that is on the ground and the, and the gravity down, uh, and then you notice that the foot is is making an arc. That is, it's moving in a circle, even though for a, a small moment of time, the leg is moving in a circle. And so if you use the, uh, the classic 
uh, mv squared over r and the acceleration uh, of, of the centripetal acceleration, you come up with that the maximum speed for walking is exactly determined upon the length of the leg. So if you have a longer leg, you're able to walk much faster than someone who has a shorter leg. That is the maximum walking speed is dependent upon the length of the leg and the acceleration due to get, uh, gravity. A model of walking in which <clears throat> each foot is on the ground for 50% of each stride is the way we think about it. The speed at which the center of mass can move forward increases in proportion to the rate at which it is accelerated downward by gravity and to the length of the leg, uh, the leg about which it pivots. If you ever walk with somebody who has long legs, it's hard to keep up with them. And so children have this difficult time keeping up with uh, parents in that sense when they're walking because uh, parents' legs are longer than children's legs, even though they trot right along, but their little legs are moving much faster to that. So the benefits of walking are clear, and the maximum walking speed is determined by the length of the leg and the acceleration due to gravity. We're very glad that you listened today, and as always, uh, well, this ends the uh, discussion on the physics of walking and actually the benefits of walking and the, uh, the fastest uh, uh, walking uh, spe uh, speed as we move our center of mass forward. And as always, we say thank you for listening.